This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. In the book, Legacy, The Power Within, the author Tony DeLiso wrote, Happiness is part of who we are. Joy is the feeling. We got so much invaluable information today. Listen to this. Right now, especially what we need is that we need to focus on following your heart and not something that you're supposed to do. I think we're just so cute and this is what I'm supposed to do that we don't listen to the voice of our heart. And it's literally as simple as that. If you come back to your heart, you take a few deep breaths, give yourself a few minutes, just focusing on the heart. Your heart will tell you what to do. And I know this sounds too simple to be true, but it's actually been proven by the Heart Math Institute as well. It's proven by science that your intuition is connected to your heart center. And the more you listen to your heart, you will be guided. Guided by healer, seeker and yogi, Amrita Mann. In the final part of our meditation series, we find out how to attract abundance, happiness, joy. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Amrita, we all strive for happiness and joy. And yet there are so many problems in today's day and age of anxiety and depression and mental health issues. Why do you think that is? I think one of the main problems is, uh, yes, awareness. There's a lot of lot more awareness. There's a lot of changes that are coming through. And I've spoken about this in the past that, you know, we are changing from the age of Pisces into age of Aquarius, which is more to do with mental health, communications. It's the air element. So it's a lot to do with the mind and emotions. And uh, I think one of the things people are realizing is that, you know, it was easy to sort people out into segregated things and sort their life out for them in the past. That you do this, you do this, you do this, you get married, get a job, get married, have kids, retire. So that is not the norm these days. That is the thing which people are struggling with. You know, we have seen a world where we have seen both parts we are seeing we have seen the past where it was easy life was set for us there was not you know we had our own kind of troubles physical emotional but we are now in the period of transition the new energy there is a lot of pushback that people are not being accepted for who they are okay especially in terms of children i'm saying because a lot of children feel anxiety seeing a lot of teenagers a lot of Even in their 20s and 30s, people having a lot of anxiety because they are supposed to be doing a certain thing. They're supposed to be behaving in a certain way, but that is not what they're feeling from within. So their heart and their mind is in, you know, contradiction with each other. Again, you know, it comes back to pleasing people. It comes back to doing what is good for us or, you know, doing the right thing in terms of others. So everything has to be perfect because, you know, 
especially I think with the social media and all of it, everybody's trying just trying to show that they are having a good time. Mm-hmm. Also because I feel it goes back to we not being able to honor our emotions. You know, for men, I actually feel very, uh, my heart goes out to them at this thing. The reason why women are, there is so much of, you know, going off topics like you, but I think the reason why we are seeing the women go through such a difficult time is also because the men are wounded. They have not had that emotional relief. So I think it's dysfunctional on both sides. And these days people are talking mostly about the women. But I think you need to see the masculine as well from a place of not being able to emote what they're feeling. Always show a strong picture when they're not feeling strong. Okay. It can shut you down. And when you're shut down to your emotions, you know, your mind is all over the place. You are not acting from, you know, your heart. And that is where all the problems, all the sadness, anxiety, depression, all of it also comes from, which is on both sides. Even women, when they are emoting, it's coming. It goes into another extreme of self-pity of not taking the time to actually honor it. Instead, thinking that if they're going through a difficult time, like basically self-pitying themselves. So Amrita, from what I feel, and I agree with you, that it's almost like there are structures that were put in place all ages ago, almost in the last age, whether it's the education structure, whether it's the way women were treated, or whether it's the, the power that a woman had within her family, within society which are not relevant today, but we haven't transited and we haven't moved on in these structures. In a lot of workplaces, women are still paid less than men. There's just different things that are happening today than there were 100 years ago, 50 years ago. And we're still working with education systems from there. And we're still working with, you know, work systems from there. And we're working with family systems from there. And it's, That's why there's a lot of stress combined with the internet. That's what you rightly said. The old structures are crumbling and a new structure is formed. So it is a difficult time, you know, right now. That is where you have to remember that what happened in the past is not something that will happen in the future because we are breaking old patterns. We're doing that on all levels in terms of healing, in terms of, you know, in, in everything. Everything has changed. Nothing is the same. So, you know, the old concepts also don't hold true anymore. So that is where when a person is... I think the main problem is that when right now, especially what we need is that we need to focus on following your heart and not something that you're supposed to do. I think we're just so cute that this is what I'm supposed to do, that we don't listen to the voice of our heart. And it's literally as simple as that. If you come back to your heart, you take a few deep breaths, give yourself a few minutes, just focusing on the heart. Your heart will tell you what to do. And I know this sounds too simple to be true, but it's actually been proven by the Heart Math Institute as well. It's proven by science that your intuition is connected to your heart center. And the more you listen to your heart, you will be guided. I followed that through my journey and I can vouch for it 100%. My heart has taken me into the ditch many times, but it has saved me from having a major, <laughs> you know, major crash. So it's better to go into the ditch than to have a major crash. This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast Wellness Curated on Apple, Spotify and a host of other channels. Before we go into the meditation, Amrita, 
I want to ask you a question on what you've just said about following your heart. In a lot of structures that currently exist, even a lot of family structures, you know, something like that will cause a lot of turmoil. So what advice do you give people when their heart wants something else, but the way they're supposed to do things is very different? That's also where your sense of sovereignty comes in, which people are now beginning to understand that they have because it wasn't something which was there earlier. You need to set boundaries. You need to say, this is what I want because till the time you don't put, again, to the universe, to your parents, to anybody, till the time you don't say that this is what I want, everybody will expect you to behave the way they want. So Mm -hmm. you have to stand your ground and say that, you know, I know it's upsetting you. I can understand your feelings. I know you're scared. Understand their emotion. They're saying it from the sense of ego, then maybe that ego needs to be released. But if they're saying it from a place of fear, which is again ego-based, but you need to tell them that, you know, I understand your fear. And literally, uh, you know, I think just blessing them with love, like you said in your previous uh, episode, that blessing family members with love or your, whoever you want to bless and that you know, may you understand why I'm doing so what I'm doing, they will understand. Even if they, uh, even if they're angry with you or upset with you at first, they will come to terms with it. And normally, the ones who are getting upset with us are the ones that will care for us. Also, you know, when you see that they see that you are happy or you make the right right choice, you will also be giving them permission to do what their heart wants rather than what they are supposed to do. Because we are all subconsciously seeking permission from somebody else. That's an interesting perspective. Amrita, on that note, can we go into a meditation for joy and happiness and also something that we can use for mental health issues? Any kind of pranayama that uh, I've noticed that it really helps. It makes you understand a deeper aspect of yourself. It calms you down for the moment. It gives you a perspective into yourself, which can help in you know your mental health. So when Amrita is talking about pranayama, she's talking about the breath work that you do in yoga. We call that pranayama. Yes. So you're saying that do some breath work before you go into a meditation. If you do breath work before meditation, you notice your meditation is much better. That especially if you're meditating on the silence within or you're just meditating without any guided meditation towards a particular thing. Mm-hmm. Pranayama is supposed to be done before the meditation breath work because it calms your mind Then your mind is not all over the place, which is why it also helps with mental health issues because uh, of course, along with releasing belief systems and all, like, you know, the breathwork does a lot, actually. Breathwork really works wonders on many, many issues. We'll do the meditation now. Wonderful. Thank you, Amrita. Just relax. Deep inhale, exhale. The Divine Supreme Being, Divine Father, Mother. I humbly invoke your divine love grace and protection in my life. I ask to connect to the energy of joy, to the spirit within me, whose nature is joy. Take a deep breath. Smile at your heart, connect to the spirit within you. Say, I am open and receptive to the unconditional divine love which I feel deep in my heart. And I know that I am a child of the Creator. 
my life is unfolding according to divine grace. I give myself permission to follow my heart, to follow my joy in every aspect of my life. Feel the energy of joy radiating down to your heart, clearing any resistance so that you can feel the love and the joy of the Creator moving through you. Ask the Creator, your angels of joy, to help you release all the pain, stress, insecurities that you hold within yourself, so that you can fully accept the blessings in your health. Just take a deep inhale down to the belly, fully opening breath up to the chest, then exhale. Breathe deep into your navel, pushing the diaphragm down and out, lifting the chest up. Exhale. Feel yourself becoming lighter, clearing all unnecessary cords, baggage, anything that you're carrying. You say, I let go of all inappropriate feelings and thoughts that keep me anxious. Focus on your third eye, take a deep breath. With intention, say, I command all these low vibrational energies to leave myself, all self-limiting beliefs that keep me from moving forward, all the verbiage that keeps me from being in joy. Take a deep breath into your heart. Once again, exhale, feeling your heart become lighter, freer. And see yourself dancing, being enjoyed. Focus on a time in your life when you felt true joy. Bring back that memory without any self judgment. Feel the energy of that moment in each cell of the body. Breathe it in, bringing it back into your cellular memories and radiating it out through your pores. Every pore in your skin is radiating the energy of joy. The joy of being a divine child of God. The joy of being connected to spirit. Be your angels, your guides who are always with you, rejoicing. Affirm to yourself that I am willing to live an exquisite life. And by simply remembering the energy of joy going through you, allow yourselves to awaken and activate memory and energy of joy. Tell yourself that it is my divine birthright to be in joy, to live this creation of the free yourself from all self-imposed limitations, whatever it is that your spirit wants for you, keeping the energy of joy.
That was very nice, Amrita. That was very, very nice. Somehow we forget that we're meant to be joyful. You know, we get so caught up in doing our everyday, leading our transactional lives that we forget that energy of joy. And it's just about reminding ourselves of that. Thank you, Amrita, for this incredible, incredible meditation. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.